Folks, welcome into a very, very special episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. We're going to break down the MLB season and look at some futures. But first, we got to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Pazda Electric. Give them a call at 716-698-2711. They're a residential and commercial company that can handle just about any electrical project you need. Send or let them know that we sent them your way. Let them know this train never stops, and they'll give you a little hookup along the way. I am Ty B tonight hosting, and I have producer Burrs, who is always in here bringing us free money. But we have a very special guest joining us tonight, and I'm, and I'm going to go to him first. Hans, my man, how are you feeling? Oh, let me tell you, Ty B and, uh, and, and producer Burrs. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I'm just glad that baseball is back. I couldn't be happier right now. You know, I understand the severity of what's going on, but let me tell you, oh, it's just so good to think about the fresh beer in front of the TV, hot summer night, watching some baseball. Yep, so and we don't even know be happy. We don't even know where the Blue Jays are going to be playing yet, but it doesn't matter. It looks like <laughs> baseball really is actually going to get started, Burrs. Your Braves, it's a big year for them. I know you're very excited, too. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm super excited. Last two years, you felt like they could finally get over that, that little hump there, NLCS, possibly World Series. I think these last two years of heartbreak, uh, a little extra work in the offseason here, I think we can finally make a big push, get into the NLCS, and even into the World Series. But if you think they're going to win, I don't know. You'll find out a little bit later here. Yep, and we'll get into – breaking down some of the divisions and some of the bets we'd like there in a little bit, but we'd be remiss to not talk about some of these guys who we won't be seeing out there on the baseball field uh, come the end of the week. Uh, players who have opted out due to COVID, whether it's, you know, health concerns with themselves, their family. Uh, you have Buster Posey who was adopting, you know, um, brand newborns who were born early. So you, you have lots of different situations, but some of these players include Mike Leak. Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond, Wellington Castillo, David Price, Felix Hernandez, Nick Markakis, Hector Noisi, uh, Buster Posey, like we said before, Michael Kopech, Colin McHugh, just to name a few of the bigger names out there. Um, how do you think this really, you know, is going to affect teams? I think most of them, you know, aren't getting at least, you know, too many guys who are opting out, but one of the teams I think that is more heavily affected is the Braves, and you've seen them sort of try to make some moves here, Burrs, to counteract losing players, but even those have backfired a little bit. I mean, yeah, like you said, Mark Hakus is out, and earlier in the year I was so excited. Uh, you got King Felix, Felix Hernandez from the Mariners. You figure that's a great guy, could fight for that fifth spot in the rotation. Uh, you know, t near the end of his career, but that's a great guy to have, a great veteran to have at the back end. And he opts out to uh, Freddie Freeman test positive for COVID also. And he was talking about how just how crushing it was for him and how hard it hit him. And just a couple of days, I think yesterday or today, uh, Jeff Francoeur, uh, a reporter for the Braves, Fox Sports South, I believe it is. Uh, he tested positive, so he's not going to be uh, with the Braves for right now. So there's a lot of stuff going around. Uh, so with Marquecas opting out, Braves pick up uh, uh, Yasiel Puig. A lot of question marks with that guy. That's a whole separate yeah, discussion and, right there and, about and him. He, he's tested positive since, you know, signing that contract, and he's mm -hmm. not even going to end up playing for the Braves. So it's it's it's, it's a weird, weird time. Um, 
did you see they I believe they did sign another pitcher though to make up for uh losing King Felix. That one that one I didn't see, but there's there literally is so many transactions I can't keep pace. I can't keep up with this and uh, it's tough, but I still <laughs> yeah. have faith in my Atlanta Braves. Yeah, you have all these teams who are adding extra players because you have these expanded rosters and these taxi squads. You know, you never know if possibly a large por- portion of your team has to be quarantined for, you know, maybe a couple of days at one time for COVID, or maybe, you know, you just have a rash of injuries due to this lack of, you know, proper training going into the season cons with this COVID and everything. How do you really think this is going to affect, affect play before we get into these futures? So kind of going off of what, what uh, Burrs had said, uh, uh, you know, but shifting to the Giants, you know, the catching position is the field general position in baseball. You see, you know, the catcher sees the field from a different angle. The pitcher controls the game, catcher sees everything else. You're talking about a mainstay in San Francisco for almost 10 years, okay? I could be off by my years, but almost 10 years. Three-time World Series champion, six-time All-Star, NL MVP, Gold Glove Award. I mean, this is your guy. This is the glue that holds the locker room together. This is your guy that's the heart and soul of this franchise, no matter which way you spin it. So for him to opt out, rightfully so, you know, I understand the situation. I mean, that affects the Giants a great deal. You know, do they have to – how many guys do they carry from their farm system, you know, down the road? How many guys – you know, who's going to step up to the plate and be that vocal leader in the locker room, you know, that, that, you know, hard-nosed catcher that, you know, is a big part of that franchise. And I think – you know, going back to the Braves, you know, you look at King Felix experience, you know, those are the guys that have been in the postseason. Uh, maybe not Hernandez because he played for the Mariners for so long and they never really <laughs> amounted to, to much with that team. But, you know, you look at these guys with pitching experience down the stretch that could really look at your team from, you know, maybe was a wild card team, but could be a contender. I mean, now, now the managers have to mix and match, you know, um, and it, it's just difficult. I think, you know, managers are really going to have to be on their A game this year uh, and, and really play chess, you know, I hate using that, uh, that cliche, but they're really gonna have to play chess this, uh, this shortened season. Yep. I think that's a huge, huge aspect of everything that's going to happen is we're going to see which managers are, you know, true managers of the game understand it to maybe a higher level than some of these other guys who, you know, you just trot out, you know, your players, when you have a great roster, there's not much manipulating you have to do on a day-to-day basis. But when you're looking to, you know, maximize winning over a 60 game season, um, I don't know if you've ever had any experience or been around some of these summer league baseball teams. If you get off to, you know, a bad stretch early, you are chasing all summer long. And that is not where you want to be because you're just going to run through your arms so quickly. And, you know, they're talking about maybe some of these shortened rotations and everything with four guys. Um, I know, I believe it's uh, Trevor Bauer wants to do that in Cincinnati. So we'll see, like, there's going to be a lot of new things that come to light with, you know, things the Rays have done recently with the opener strategy. I think something like that's going to be something that's going to be more prevalent this season. Um, but it's really going to come down to the managers. And let's get into some of these uh, divisional uh, futures now. We're going to start here with the AL Central Division. The Twins are the favorite at minus 130. Um, obviously, last year they came off a season where they mashed the ball just homer after homer, and you add Josh Donaldson. So that looks like, you know, they are the big favorite in that division. The Indians are at plus 265, the White Sox at 285. 
the Tigers and Royals both at plus 8,000. Burrs, I'm going to start it off with you. Where you, Where is your money? Right now, my money is on the Twins. And, you know, like you said, the whole, they were just a home run machine last year. And then you add another bat, Donaldson. That's another – well, normally it would be 30 to 40 homers, but with a shortened season, uh, you'll see what you get out of that. But that's just an extra big bat, more protection. You're not going to be pitching around guys in this lineup. You just have power – and just great hitting from top to bottom. And what's interesting for me in the, in the, uh, the AL Central is the Indians. Uh, they're a good team. They have that potential. They, they can make a punch. But I see Francisco Lindor. If, you know, this guy's been on that trade deadline for a while. If the Indians don't start off well, do they deal him? You know, and that's a big thing. And like you said, you don't want to play this catch-up all year long. Because with the shortened season, if you get off to a hot start, Anything's possible. So, you know, but I got to stick with the Twins, and I look at the Indians with a big question mark, and that's my, that's my dark horse right there. Yep. How about you, Cons? Where, where are you going? I mean, there's still baseballs falling in, in Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, the Bomba squad, uh, you know, as they, the, you know, uh, left fielder Eddie Rosario, you know, said Bomba squad, which is the bomb squad. Um, I mean, Nelson Cruz, 41 home runs. What's he, like 40 years old? I mean, he's still launching it at a, at an excessive rate. Um, and then they catch lightning in a bottle by just saying, Hey, Josh Donaldson, want to come over? Want to just hang out with the twins? Want to come hit homers with us? I mean, that's amazing to pick up a guy like Josh Donaldson and add him to an already powerful lineup. I mean, that's a four-year contract for $92 million. I mean, how much better can they get? So, you know, you look at teams like the Indians, I mean, they have Terry Francona, they have Francisco Lindor, they have Mr. After the All-Star Break, as his nickname is, Jose Ramirez. I mean, the guy just shows up after the All-Star Break. There won't be an All-Star Break this year. But I just think it takes Jose Ramirez a lot to get going in that Indians lineup. Um, mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, the White Sox, they're coming on strong. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't really look past them. I just don't think maybe they're ready yet. Uh, to take on such a powerful lineup, uh, you know, with the Minnesota Twins. So it, it's, it's a no-brainer for me to pick the Twins in this situation. Yep, I think, I think smart money has to be on the Twins for the division. But if you're looking at, you know, making a, some win total bets, I think the White Sox are a great team to target there. They're a little slept on because they are an up-and-coming young team um, with, you know, some real young sluggers. Um, on their roster. I don't know if you saw any of those videos from over the weekend with Luis Robert Roberts, I believe, just absolutely mashing the ball over and over again. Um, and you add Yasmani Grandal, one of the best defensive catchers in the league to that team um, with a younger pitching staff. Lucas Giolito is, you know, possibly maybe like a dark horse, you know, Cy Young type candidate. He has that type of stuff in a shortened season where, you know, you're going to get uh, 12 to 15 starts, however it ends up breaking down. So, you know, there's a ton of value when you're looking at a team like that. Um, I think betting them to get into the playoffs is a real, real good value play right there. Um, thought I had it right in front of me. You had to make the playoffs plus 200. Their win total is 31 and a half. So I think they go over. I think they get into the playoffs. Um, the White Sox are definitely a team to look out for going forward. But moving on, we're going to go into the AL East. It looks like it's the Yankees division. Cons, what are your thoughts? So, I mean, there's, there's no way to spin it. So the Yankees haven't won a World Series title in 11 years. And, you know, given the franchise storied history, the pressure in the Bronx is coming to a head. So what do they do? 
they go out and get the guy that completely dominated them in the playoffs. They get the white whale, they get Garrett Cole. Okay. But that doesn't fix the situation completely because they still have, you know, these issues with Aaron judge staying healthy, Giancarlo Stanton staying healthy. You know, there was even a, you know, issues where we, we didn't know when the season was going to start. James Paxton was out, you know, all these guys were injured. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka got hit in the head with a pitch in summer camp. I mean, you know, you're looking at just the way the Yankees season was shaping up. And I mean, they, in a sense, they got lucky, they got healthy. Um, and I, and I think that it's their division to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely think the Tampa Bay Rays back to back 90 plus win seasons. I mean, that, that team is on the rise. It's definitely a team to look out for, but I mean, with the Blue Jays being so young and their pitching staff still figuring itself out and finding their identity, you know, it's a no brainer for me to, to take a team that finished second in home runs and second in RBIs en route to their 19th American League championship in, in, you know, in history. I mean, that's just – it's a no-brainer for me to pick the Yankees. Yeah, I think it's very hard to go against the Yankees in this one. But when you do look at a shortened season and you look at the Yankees being minus 305 here, whereas the Rays plus 350, I think the Red Sox have no chance, don't know why they're even on the board, plus 800. Um, <laughs> Blue Jays plus 20. 2700 Orioles plus 25,000 um it's tough to you know want to lay that juice on the Yankees in a shortened season because Mm -hmm. when it comes down to one or two games with the Rays and them being able to possibly you know fill in some of these spot starts a little bit better if you get one or two injuries in your rotation this year and you know that's deadly like you're probably not going to get these guys back Mm -hmm. um it's only you know eight eight to 10 weeks, like they're going to be playing in the regular season. So we'll see, you know, how that affects people. That's why I think the Rays can offer you some decent value. Um, I know as of yesterday, you still couldn't um, bet on. Yeah. You still can't bet on the Toronto Blue Jays win total at the Creek because they know if they end up in Buffalo, those odds are going to change. That's going over because the Buffalo Blue Jays are much better than the Toronto Blue Jays. Burr's your thoughts on the AL East? I mean, you guys pretty much summed it up right there. I, I mean, there's nothing really to add. It's, it's like Khan said, it's the Yanks' division to lose. Red Sox, what do you guys have to offer right now? You're, you're losing too many people. And, and the Rays, they're two consecutive 90-win seasons. They're, just, they're knocking at the door. They're ready. But I think they're a wild-card team. But that's the big debate. Do you think it's worth, I don't know if it's worth the juice on the Yanks laying that extra juice mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. make that, that make that pick. But yeah, uh, I do think the Yanks win and I think the Rays are a wild card team in the AL. Yep. I think, I think the Rays end up finding their way in the playoffs too. That's, that's a great bet to make. Um, and if you look at the Red Sox, they're over under totals, you know, 30 and a half. They basically think, you know, Vegas thinks are going to be a 500 team. That might, that might be a great under to bet. Like, you lose Mookie Betts, you lose David Price. Like, who are you really bringing in to replace these guys? I'm sorry, Ryan Thomas, but. To, to, to give Ryan Thomas a shout-out, though, and I said this to him the other day, real quick about the Red Sox. I think the reason they get some love is because it's not like they don't have a baseball team. They have Devers, they have J.D. Martinez, yeah. they have Xander Bogarts. I mean, they have a team, and maybe, the, maybe it comes down to management. Maybe that's what they think. He's going to mix and match his bullpen. They did lose Chris Sale with Tommy John, so. I can see where that comes in. But to be fair, the Red Sox aren't, you know, the Detroit Nobody's, Tigers. They're yeah. not down and out, you know? So Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we just we just love kicking sand in uh, into the face of some some Red Sox fans every once in a while. We, you know, we're 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 from Buffalo, and there's possibly a, a team um, going to be in Buffalo playing the Major League Baseball. So if all you guys don't change your your affiliations, I think you're all traitors to the home the homeland. So you know, we'll get to that on a later day when they finally make their decision. But on to the AL West. I think this is going to be a very interesting division. Um, you have the Astros and the favorites there at minus 155, Oakland A's at plus 230, the Angels plus 550, Rangers plus 1600, or plus 1600, and Mariners plus 8,000. Burrs, start me off here. How many times are the Astros going to get plunked over or under? You know what? I don't know what the line is on that before because they did have a, have it out when they thought it was going to be a 162-game season, but I don't know what it is now. I mean, you got 60 games. How many plunks? I mean, I don't know. You got you to gotta think they're getting probably two a game, right, at least. You're about two or, two or three at-bats a game, right? I mean, yeah. you got th- to think. But I don't know. Like right now – I'm trying to compare it to shots, but I don't even want to compare it because that's so many that's so many hit batters right now. That'd be a lot of shots, and I don't know if I can comprehend that. But I mean, that's like I, I sat back and I was talking to you guys in the uh, the pre-show meeting talking about this. I I, I just want to stay. I kind of want to stay away from the AL West. There's just so much drama. There's so many question marks. You got the Houston Asterisks coming out. They're getting beamed. They're getting hit. They're still a great squad. And then you got the Oakland A's. They're a good squad too, but they, you know, they're, a, you know, the low budget team. They, you know, it's just, it, they scare me. You know, they can get, they can make a push, but they never get over that hump. And then you got the Angels, another solid squad, maybe underperforming a little bit. A lot of star power there. They can make a push, but there's just too many question marks for me, and I'm just staying away. And I guess the only bake, only bet I'm going to make is, I guess, the over under hit by a pitch, but I don't want to compare that to shots. I'm just going to sign off on this and let you two go. <laughs> yes. So, so Burrs, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I'd probably, you know, take my hands off, you know, the AL West a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, the AL West should be an easy grab for the Astros. Yeah, they lost Garrett Cole, but they still have Altuve, Springer, Bregman. I mean, but there's a lot of pressure there. You know, they're going to have to prove to people that we can win without ch- – cheating <coughs> excuse me i coughed there for a what? second but yeah uh anyways uh, <laughs> did you just bang on your trash can there ty uh, uh no that's no 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 no, not me oh okay uh, it was a buzzer <laughs> it was just a buzzer my phone was i got a, i got a text message but i will say that nothing made me happier and with all due respect to mike Sosha, not that i personally know him but when he finally left the angels and it was rumored that joe madden joe madden was coming to the angels Finally, Mike Trout was going to have a manager that could see the field from a different view. I mean, Mike Trout is a ball player. If there's one – like, you have perennial all-star, this guy's going to be like a Hall of Famer in two years. I mean, I, in my, he's going to be a Hall of Famer in two years. He'll retire in two years and no one would even bat an eye. Let's put it that way. But I like that Anthony Randone addition. I think that's a great hitter to have behind him. I think that makes him even better. Um, and then, you know, Shohei Otani. I mean, you're talking about a guy who can do it all. So they got a little nice team going on over there in the AOS, but I, I agree with Burr's. Like this is like, this is something you just don't want to touch. I mean, this is like, eh, I'll, I'll go elsewhere for my bets, you know. And so. it, and it's going back to what you said about managers playing, you know, playing chess, mm, not yeah. playing checkers, but playing chess. Right. And that's where you really like mm. to have uh, Madden as that manager. I feel like he's a pretty good chess player. He can really 
pull something out of nothing, if you will, right. quote unquote. Right. Um, so if any team can make a really surprise push due to a shortened season and being a, a great manager of the year candidate, yep. Madden could be that guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could see that. And I, I mean, I really wouldn't count the Oakland athletics out. I know you look kind of silly not bringing uh, back Blake Trinan because you, you know, you take him to arbitration and you know, whatnot, but everything they seem to be doing, they've kept the majority of the core together. Um, and they've had such great success the past two seasons, 97 wins uh, and back-to-back seasons, which is outstanding for them. And you have a guy like Marcus Simeon who, almost you know no one outside of you know major like actual like fans who pay attention on the daily really know who he is and last year he was um I think top five um amongst position players in war um so you know what he's able to do defensively and with his bat really help you have um Matt Chapman there as well so you have some of these players who are there who can really help you and I think they're the type of team who is always, you know, developed from within. And I got to give a shout out to a local kid who is going to be, you know, on the roster. It looks like Jonah Heim. He's going to be able to probably play because they do have a little bit of issues with their catching depth. Um, they were ha- having to sign some guys extra um, to bring into their roster at the catching position. Jonah played great last year, double A going into the triple A. And he's every step up he's had um, within the A's organization since they acquired his rights has only trended up. He's been hitting, you know, the hell out of the ball for a catch or two, and no one's able to really run on him. So look for him to potentially, you know, have, have an impact on this athletic season. Yeah. But now, time we got to get move on to the NL. We're going to start with the NL Central. I think this is one of the divisions that's you know one of the biggest toss-ups out there. The Cubs are very, very, very slight favorites at plus two twenty-five. Reds at plus two thirty. Cardinals at plus two forty. Brewers plus three twenty-five, and the Pirates are somewhere in the three rivers at <laughs> plus seven thousand. Burrs. Where are you rolling the dice on in the NL Central? <laughs> Emphasis on rolling the <laughs> dice. Uh, this this really is, you know, a rock, paper, scissors, coin flip right here. You really – I mean, if I had anything, you look through all these stats, it's just – I'm going to throw that out the window. It, it's, it comes down I, – my gut. I'm going to go with my gut. And, and Producer Burrs, if you know anything about me, I do that a lot. And it doesn't usually – work off a lot but i mean unless I the future lean, is at like 2 a.m and we talked about that if you listen to ddz this morning but I, I i gotta lean the cubs but i i'm really looking at the brewers though that's that's one team that i just can't i can't i don't know it's just i feel like they've they've had their moment the last couple of years they've had their chances and i feel like they might just Get that late push, the shortened season. That's that's a big thing. The question mark is the shortened season. Yeah. Who comes off to that that hot start? And I'm just, you know, the Cardinals are always there. The Cubs are that slight favorite. I just the Brewers. It's, is it their time? Is it their time? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And I just like I said, rolling the dice. It's probably just like the AL West. I'm gonna stay away. Just keep my money because I'm not gonna burn my mm-hmm. money on a question mark right now. 
I'll, I'll say this about the central that's, that's interesting. And, and I, I was reading today and I, and I found it, I didn't find it funny. I just found it interesting. You know, I love Christian Yelich. He was a great uh, fantasy baseball player for me. No doubt. I mean, I love the guy. I think he's a great ball player, but seven years, 188 and a half million dollars to, to pay him and then subtract Travis Shaw, Mike Moustakis and Yasmani Grandel. I mean, you basically went from being a three peak contender to now Craig Council has to figure out how am I going to three-peat with this lineup? It's, it's, it's interesting in that aspect because they just lost intricate parts of attending for a championship. And then you have the Cardinals who hang around with solid depth who they could nip at the heels, but then there's the Cubs, the Javi Biases, you know, Biases and, and all those guys. I mean, it's, you know, it's the Cubs division to lose, but – I don't know if I'm taking any money and putting it on that division. It's just funny to think about what yeah. the Brewers did to kind of ruin that. So, yeah, when you, yeah. when you really think about it, it's a coin flip, but a coin only has two sides. There's four True. teams involved. So that's, <laughs> that's where we're saying the value is not really there when you have all those teams muddled yeah. in there at two to 300 because it's such a volatile division, especially with just 60 games. Um, if, you know, if you're going to twist my arm, I might, I might go Cardinals because, you know, they continue to, you know, find ways to plug in some younger players coming up from within um, to go along with, you know, guys like Carpenter and Goldschmidt and Yachty and all that. But it's, yeah, that's, that's one division I'm probably not going to touch. And you look at the things that, um, that the Reds have done, adding uh, Mike Moustakis, Trevor Bauer, Nick Castellanos, Sonny Gray had a great resurgence um, last season. Um, and they had some great additions last year as an up-and-coming team. I think a lot of people, um, at least betting-wise, because you're lo- always looking for edges, I think that's where you know they're getting a lot more respect than from the general public. Sure. They're going to be, I think, a better team to bet throughout the season um, on a daily basis than necessarily you know, looking for a future on them to win the division. It's possible they could win it. They're over-under sitting right at 31-and-a-half. Um, with the over trending, you know, um, with a little more juice around 130. Um, I think, you know, they probably get over that. So uh, with the juice, it's, it's a little, a little tougher, but yeah, the Reds are definitely an interest, a very interesting team that throws a huge monkey wrench into that division. But moving on, let's hop into the NL East. This is Burz's bread and butter, the Braves, the favorite, plus 215, the defending World Series champion, Nationals plus 250, Mets plus 275, Phillies at plus 325, and the Marlins are floating away <laughs> off of South Beach at plus 10,000. The Marlins Burs, are the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, Burrs, obviously we have to go to you first on this one because you are a Braves expert, if you will. Uh, if you will, Super fans, Ephesus. Uh, Ephesus, yes. however but, you want to. Right. But, I mean, obviously we'll lead off with that. I am a diehard Atlanta Braves fan, so there is a slight, and I will emphasize on slight bias here. But, I mean, I do like this team to win the division. And the way the odds are set up, I, I think it's a little off. I, if I look at the division, the Mets usually are the Mets. But, you know, you got Stroman in there, DeGrom. That team, it scares me a little bit. But the team that scares me the most are the Phillies. And 
that I mean, you got Didi. Yeah, Didi do a one-year deal. Yep. Of course, you got Bryce, and I, I'll just I'll, I'll just say his name. Okay, Bryce is Bryce, but I'm not going to you know speak my feelings on him because that is, it's not good. All right, and and then you got Real Muto too, another uh, ex-Marlin. You know, that's another the team just ships people out. You know, get oh, yeah. get the best out of them and ship them out. But um, I I think the Braves with all this COVID stuff and question marks and all these uh, you know new players coming in and out. Snicker's going to play some chess, and I, I like the way he can uh, bring this team together. And I think they'll bring, especially Acuna, another year with Acuna. He's going to be that that captain in the outfield running this team. And I do have a prop future on Acuna. We'll stay tuned for that. But I like the Braves to win this division, but it's not it's not going to be by much. And I think the Phillies and Braves will go back and forth all year with the Mets just behind. And the Nats, they're over with. They're done. They've had their time in their life. Yep. All right, they're out. They're out. Yep, unlike the Central, I think this is a three-dog race. You can actually, you know, throw one of them out of here. I don't think the Nationals are going to be able to, you know, do anything in sort of a back-to-back fashion, um, especially, you know, th- that crazy, terrible start they had last season. They wouldn't have even had a chance to snip the playoffs. And, you know, what we're going to have here, you're going to have to come out hot and you're going to have to stay consistent for the entirety of the time. Will they be able to do that? I don't think they're going to be able to find, you know, the, that fire they were able to there at the end of the season and into the playoffs. And, you know, you look at obviously the Mets, their main thing is going to be that pitching rotation um, with Stroman and DeGrom and Syndergaard and Wheeler. Like you have, you have the ability to go maybe four arms and just mow teams down if you really want. But are you going to be able to put up enough runs? The polar bear going to be able to do it himself. Um, And then I think Philly, you know, as an all around team is even a little bit better, but they have Aaron Nola who, you know, put together a Cy Young type season and you have other young pitchers who are coming up within that organization and guys who are, you know, starting to really supplant themselves as, you know, good MLB pitchers can they really push themselves over the top um we'll see but my money would be on the Braves as well how about you cons so my cousin's a diehard Braves fan okay and all I've heard growing up is how great the Braves are and how I shouldn't be a Yankee fan but I kept true to my roots and stayed a Yankee fan but I, there's a lot to like about this team, and you guys covered a lot of it. Uh, Acuna is one of my favorite, uh, you know, rising stars in the in the MLB. Um, but what, let's not forget about the power. Tra- I and, and this isn't me saying I'm picking the Nationals. I'm just saying that these are guys that have pitched in the postseason, have pitched down the line, that that live off of these, you know, short you know, short runs to the playoffs and, 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 you know, the crunch time happens and there's that power trio. So I'm not going to count the nationals out, but I do agree that I think that the Phillies are going to take that step because it's, it's Bryce's, uh, it's Bryce's second year in Philly. Um, and Joe Girardi's there. I mean, Joe Girardi is such a great manager that he just lands these gigs. It's like he gets the keys to a Ferrari or he gets the keys to this nice vehicle. It's like, think of like a 16-year-old gets his learner's permit and he gets a Mustang. That's Joe Girardi. He's a great manager. It's just he always gets these jobs. So I agree in the sense of I think the Phillies are going to be the ones giving the Braves. But I would pick the Braves. Yep, I I think the Braves are going to be the ones to get it done. And on to the last division, the NL West, which I don't think is – 
much to talk about as far as picking the division winner because the Dodgers, as we speak right now, are minus 715 favorites to win the NL West. Padres plus 750, Diamondbacks plus 900, Rockies plus 3,000, and the Giants out there in the Cove looking around for home run balls at plus 8,000. Um, I think, you know, if anything here, I'm looking at targeting a team and going for a win total. I think the Padres have done enough over the past few years, and you're bringing in, you know, Tatis Jr. Um, with an extra year under his belt, and you have some more young guns coming up along with, you know, Will Myers and um, Manny Machado. Or not – am I going crazy? Manny Machado. Wait, Manny Machado, yes. yeah. Yes. Like, yes. It yes. just yes. – because, like – they switched to the the brown jerseys too, so like I'm like, oh yeah, like he's gonna be wearing like brown and yellow all the time now. Like so, like I'm trying to like picture him in my head, and I'm like, what? Yeah, like like because I completely for, like that change is gonna be really weird to watch this year too. Like for anyone who forgot about that, yeah, the Padres are going back to the brown and, and yellow. Um, so yeah, like they're obviously a great team, have been taking the right steps forward, um, and I think, you know. An outside chance, maybe you can throw them to win the division if, you know, you get enough wins from some bad teams, maybe in the AL, at the bottom of the AL West, something, you know, bottoms out because you're going to be playing, you know, um, you know, the AL East going to be playing the NL East and whatnot. So, like, you got to, you're going to have to bottom feed and then you're going to have to kind of split with the Dodgers for something like that to happen. Could it happen? Who knows? Um, their win total is around 31 and a half. Um, I would lean lean the over on that one. Burrs, what about you? I mean, I can't – you make a lot of great points too. Tatis Jr. is just – he's just a beast out there. Myers also. But once I, I saw the Dodgers, how great they are, I just stay with me in L. West. Um, it's just a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that. So I, I'm passing on the West. I pass on it. I, let, I, focus on the, I focus on the East. Go Braves. <laughs> but um, nothing for me on the West. Nothing. Am, am I like? Am I allowed to feel bad for the Los Angeles Dodgers right now? Like, am I, or is that like? No, absolutely rules? not. No, it, absolutely no. It's not. it's a serious question. Think about this. All right, they lost to the 2017 uh, World Series to the Astros who admitted to stealing signs. Then they lost to the 2018 World Series to the Red Sox who were accused of stealing signs. <laughs> David Price opted out of his MLB shortened season, and then the pandemic almost wiped out their shot at extending Mookie Betts. Thankfully, the season resumes. They signed a 12-year. Three hundred sixty-five million dollar extension. No, I'm just kidding. But on a serious note, I don't feel bad for them. They have bets: Bellinger, Peterson, Muncy. I mean, yeah. this division. The, I agree with your Padres point. I think they're like they're they're kind of like the Blue Jays in a sense. They're going to be exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. But as they continue to build this team, what's the big thing about locker rooms? Finding the identity. What is this team? Are they are they stronger in the field? Are they stronger? In the, where, where's where's their strength? Well, we know right now that they've got Tatis Jr. They've got Manny Machado. You know. They're grooming these players, but I, th- I think the pitching staff still kind of has to be pieced together. I think a lot of them do, but for the Padres, I can't think right now of one that I'm really excited to see hurl for them, I, I, to be honest with you. I don't really yeah. follow the Padres. No, but. they they have a very young staff. They got a couple yeah. young guys who made debuts late in the season last year. A lot of, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of what-ifs, obviously. So, um, And speaking of what-ifs, we got to get into, into some of these future props for the entire season. I'm going to tee you guys up, and then you give me your thoughts. First off, 
Um, the player with the most hits, will it be over or under 76 and a half hits for the entire season? The yes is juiced at minus 175. Cons, you first. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Burrs? I agree. That seems like free money, even with the extra juice. Yep, yep. So on to the next one. Over under most home runs at 19 and a half. Over is hella juiced right now at minus 190. Burrs first. I feel like a square going with the minus 190, but it seems like free money. I mean, you got no fans, shortened season. I don't know. I feel like this things are be different. I feel like it's going to be a lot of long balls this year. So I'm taking the over. Pay the juice. Yeah, cons? I'm with Burrs. This is the March Madness of baseball. I mean, the guys are going to show out. They're going to try to swing for the fences. It's going to be like Adrian Beltre swinging from one knee over the fence every game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Total RBIs the most at 47.5 over or under. But before that, I was just crunching some math in my head. For the home runs, that'd be a home run like every – third game which would mean about a home run every 10 at bats or so because you guys are going to miss some games so that'd be phenomenal hitting but over under 47 and a half rbis overs juice slightly at minus 160 cons first I, this is a tough one i i i i i'm i would take the over i i'm, I'm gonna take the over on this one i just think there's going to be a lot of runs run scored. I do. You know, runs batted in. There's going to be a lot of runs yeah. batted in. You know, I feel I feel the same way. I mean, I, I feel like it, it, this is going to be year, the year of the, the, the batting, a lot of hitting, and uh, a lot of guys on, on base. And like I said, it's just you, the cleanup guys are going to clean up this year. And I think there's going to be – there's going to be one guy. I don't know who it is, but there's going to be one guy that's going to run away with the RBIs, just some have some ridiculous number. So – Let's go the over. And speaking of someone having a ridiculous number, the odds for a, a hitter to have a, a 399 or higher batting average, yes, is plus 600. Burrs, is it worth it? I'm, I, you know what? I'm licking my chops right now because, <laughs> you know, you just – I have that feeling. Like I said, I'm, I feel like it, the, the hitters are going to show up this year. Um, I you know, I want to so bad. You gotta dabble, right? I mean, at plus six hundred, you have to dabble. You, you gotta figure some, you know, exactly. And you figure some guy's gonna be right there, right around that three eighty five, three ninety, and you're just sitting there watching every bet on MLB.com. You know, just going, <laughs> come on, come on, I need that single, need that single. I, you know what? I'm gonna dabble on the over, and I think it might come out. You know what? You can name a couple, about five or six players that could do it, but I'm gonna dabble. I'm gonna put a little sprinkle on that plus 600 right there and you know dollar a dream right i like i like that feeling burrs how about you cons as long as mike trout's playing baseball and bryce harper's there i i see i see no reason why i i i do the same thing i'd, I'd be in the same boat i mean we're talking yeah. about we're not saying pitchers are hurling <laughs> these beach balls and meatballs over the plate but you know let's face it we've seen streaks where guys have hit five home runs in five games i mean it's yeah. Yep, it, it happens. And, like, a 60-game streak. Like, I've seen some guys have some crazy batting averages on the Cape over the summer, and, you know, you're playing against the same talent who's about to get to the professionals. Can you do it at the professionals? You know, we will see. We really will. Yeah. Um, but a very fun one, speaking of pitchers, is the most losses by a pitcher 
over or under six and a half. I think it's a starting pitcher. Um, this one's even. Burrs, your thoughts on this? Because a, a pitcher, more than likely, uh, is 10 to 12 starts, factoring in decisions. Like, are they going to go over six and a half? Does someone have just one of those terrible seasons? You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. When Degenerate Al hears all my predictions going over, 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 <laughs> over, he's going to hate it. He loves his unders. And guess what? I'm going to round it out right now. I'm taking the over. I can see it. I'm not going to mention any names, Tigers, or any other teams <laughs> right now. For my man. I, I could see a guy definitely having probably eight to nine losses. And um, the question is, will there be a pitcher with zero wins this year? That's Ooh, that's what I'm thinking. Like a right starter now. who makes it through the whole season. I would love to see the odds on that. That would be very very juicy, and I would definitely think about sprinkling a little bit on that one right there. Cons to you. You think uh, over under six and a half losses? I'm with beers, beers because sorry, I said beers. Burs, because beers. We're all thinking beers about beers. Bro- don't worry. Beer. I'm thinking about beer. I, I just. I see the Detroit Tigers and I just start laughing. And I, I, I don't like to be disrespectful to baseball teams, but someone on that staff is going to get zero wins. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very possible. And this is another one of those fun ones, but a, a fun one for a pitcher. Um, will there be a no-hitter in the 60-game season? Yes, is at plus 155. Cons, give it to me. Do you believe the pitchers can get one this year? Yeah, and I think one of those pitchers is on the Tampa Bay Rays staff. Um, you know, I, I, I look at that staff and I see I, – I don't know, did, did, uh, did Blake Snell, did he opt in or opt out? He's playing. He's playing. I mean, Cy Young winner. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Glass now found his stride, so there's yes. two there. I mean, and then they've got uh, – was a 37-year-old. Is it Charlie Morton? Correct. Okay. Oh, I mean, ex-brave. <laughs> ex-brave, but he, even he's in the running like – I mean, that's three pitchers on one staff. So, I mean, I like the odds there. So, yeah, I, I think one pitcher in the MLB is going to throw a no-hitter this year. I do. Yeah, you got 60 games for each team. Yeah, I think, I think the odds are probably on, are on your side. Burrs, would you, uh, you bet? Know what? I'm going to agree. I'm going to say yes, but I'm also going to be bold. And I think, I think there's going to be probably two or three no-hitters this year, not just one. I yeah. think there'll be, one or, I'll be two or three. Yeah, I mean, I, really I think there's going to be one or the other, but. there's going to be a couple games. May, it might be real early on where the pitchers kind of dominate. You know, maybe one of these real big name guys. I think you might actually see one in the first week or two where someone who's been training the entire time properly, you know, catches a team at the right time who's kind of lacking and he's you know at the top of his game, ready to go, Miracle. and gets it. Eh, I don't, I don't think so, but. <laughs> Real quick before we get into our pennant choices, AL Cy Young. Who are you guys feeling? Just take a take a dart, throw it at the board. Who you like? Garrett Cole is obviously the big favorite there, plus two seventy five. Then you got Verlander, Bieber, Giolito, Glassnow, Clevenger, Snell, Paxton, Barrios, uh, Charlie Morton. I mean. First off, as a Braves fan, I completely want to stay out of the AL East drama. I don't want to be like, nothing about the Yankees, nothing about the Red Sox. I, I stay out of it. I'm the NL East. AL East is over there. But Garrett Cole coming into that New York 
uh, market there. Usually that'd be, I don't know. We'll see what, how he, how he reacts to it. No fans. Just, I think, I think Derek Cole, I think he's the man. I mean, I don't care if he had to shave his little beard off or something. I think he's the man. I, I, I mean, I hate, I hate to say it. It hurts me to say Yankees going to win uh, a Cy Young, but I think Garrett Cole. Yeah. You'll make Al proud with that one cons. I, I agree. I agree with Burrs. I mean, as you know, I'm a, I'm a Yankee hat, a Yankee hat, a Yankee fan uh, wearing, I'm wearing a Batavia muck dogs hat as you can't you can see here. <laughs> back. But uh, I, I'm a, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Um, you know, I, I think Garrett Cole is at, is at the peak of his performance. I think this is, this is as good as you get as a pitcher. Okay. Um, you know, there is a lot of pressure in the Bronx, but I think it's where he wants to be. It's where he's always wanted to be. You, you know, you've seen in the interviews with the sign he had when he was a young child, he always wanted to be a Yankee. But I wanted to say, too, to those that don't like the Yankees and can't put their biases aside, I think there's one guy out there, Tyler Glass now, that is a sleeper that when yep. he was in Pittsburgh couldn't find the strike zone. This guy's got a heat-seeking missile for a fastball and just a knee-buckling curveball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a heck of a curveball. So, I, I mean, I would say Garrett Cole is my pick. But look for Tyler Glass now to be right there. Yeah. So. so, a guy I really, really love, love the way he throws – Got one of the best sliders in the game. Tons of movement on his fastball. Came out of came up through Rochester. Um, had amazing seasons there with the Red Wings. Jose Barrios for the Twins. Still very young, mid low to mid twenties, and he's a guy you know second, third, full season now in the MLB with the run support he's going to have. I think he's going to have very little pressure on him. So you know, getting him there at you know fourteen to one because. If Garrett Cole doesn't necessarily, you know, run away with things, I think it's very easy that this comes up to any sort of anyone really has a chance. Any, you know, you're gonna have like I said, maybe twelve to fifteen starts. Um, so anyone can, you know, put together a real quick summer like that to get up there to win. I think Barrios is a great guy to do that. Um, and let's move on to the MVP real quick, um, Trout. The big favorite at plus one ten, Judge plus a thousand, Chapman, Lindor, Torres, Moncada, Bregman, Otani, all in there within within plus two thousand. But I think it's it's kind of anyone's ball game. If you're not Mike Trout, if he gets hurt, <laughs> yeah, go yeah. I I I have to I have to agree with you on that. I just think where where it gets better is. Anthony Randon edition hitting behind mm-hmm. him just makes it that much better. And I mentioned it earlier, perennial all-star. If you've played MLB the show, if you're a great ball player in MLB the show, you're a perennial all-star. There's nothing higher than that except the hall of fame. Right? So I think as long as Mike Trout's healthy and playing baseball, the AL MVP is, is, is his to lose, you know, always. Yep. I think it's taking him versus the field. How about you versus same thing? <laughs> same. It's yeah. Mike Trout. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next, he says. <laughs> On to the next one, NL Cy Young. Um, obviously, you got a lot of names out there in the NL with DeGrom as the favorite at 350, Scherzer right there, Walker Bueller, Jack Flaherty, you Darvish, Steven Strasburg, Aaron Nola, Clayton Kershaw, Mike Soroka, Bauer, Corbin, etc., etc. Burrs, start me off. It's who's, brutal. Who's it? It's brutal. You look. You name that list. You don't really hear one rave. But hey, you Fulte, hear a bunch. Fulte's plus six thousand. 
All right, Fulte. You know what? That's that's one guy I want to see step up. That kid's got to step up. But all right, on to the real stuff. I mean, you just hear DeGrom, Strasburg, uh, uh, Scherzer. You just hear these big names. And, and Nola, too. And that's – man, it's a tough division, tough t- – a lot of tough pitchers. But I think I think it was uh, – you guys both touched on him. Aaron Nola, I think that, that might be the guy, that sleeper guy to watch out for. And always DeGrom. But DeGrom – it's he's in a sucky situation. You know, he's he does so well. He allows what 173 batting average. I think Cons was saying in the pre-meeting, uh, he's his ERA is just bare minimum really. But his mm-hmm. team, the Mets, can't help him, and that hurts in that race. But I think it's gonna be Nola with Degrom right behind him in that race. So I'm gonna go with Nola on this one, and it hurts to say it again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to to uh, you know to all my Met, my friends who are Mets fans out there. I, I, I see until someone can prove to me that there's a better pitcher than Jacob. De, until a pitcher in the MLB can prove to me that they are as dominant as Jacob Degrom, I, I I don't see him. I see him winning three, uh, winning his third. I mean, holding batters to 173 average and a, and he had a 1.54 ERA and 12 starts. Big dogs got to eat, man. He's just gonna feed off these guys, man. Big dogs got to eat. Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, I think you picked the right team there, Cons. Just the wrong pitcher. Yet again. Um, I don't even got his – his odds aren't even up here on the board right now, but I think Marcus Stroman is poised to have the best season of his career. You look at everything he did last year in Toronto, the numbers he posted as a – on basically one of the worst three AL teams – he was posting some of the best numbers while having a sub 500 record, but he had some of the you know top numbers in the entire league. When you look at um, contact out and things like that, him taking this step to New York, he's on a contract year. He's ready to get paid. That's a type of player right now in a big, 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 big moment in their career where they can take the step forward. And if he's someone like that who takes that step forward, guess what? The Mets are in the playoffs if that happens. The Mets Ooh, you easy, know, easy, are making, easy, are making easy. a push. The Mets are then making a push, you know, towards the World Series. I don't want to get too far ahead whoa, of myself. Whoa, I'm not talking about playoffs. Hey, 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 oh, hey, Burrs, 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 calm down. I was also going to give a shout-out to Max Reed at plus 5,000. I think he's, right, he's a right. young kid. There we go. We're getting a little bit He's better. a young kid who also has a chance, you know, at making some noise in that because Great in this ball. shortened season, anyone can really win it, I think. Um, I don't think it's necessarily going to be these big names who've been around for a long time what happens with a lot of them throughout these longer seasons? I know this is shorter, but they usually at some point have to shut it down for a week or two. You miss out on three, maybe four starts. You're completely out of the running for the Cy Young. That's sort of my reasoning there. I would stay away from those favorites. I'll make a deal with you. If Marcus Stroman wins the Cy Young, I'll get a tattoo of him on my shoulder. You heard it okay, here first. Deal. I will. Deal. deal. It's a deal. I 100%. will. Because I don't think he's going to win it. <laughs> That's fine. Like if he, if he wins, like I'm gonna find somewhere between today and uh, the season starting some schmuff schmore uh, to take it for me because the creek does it wants to play games and they don't want to let me take everything. But <laughs> last one, NL MVP 
Mookie Betts is the favorite going out west over there to the Dodgers. You got Acuna, Yelich, Soto, Harper, Ballinger, Tatis, Baez, and Marte in the next group. Cons, where are you leaning there? I think it's going to be a position player, but even DeGrom's up there at plus 3,500. We're still going to be friends after this, right? All right, let's uh, hear it. Bryce Harper. I mean, that is disgusting. But you have to think about this. Okay. He's, he's back. He's in Philly for a second year, new manager. I just think he's going to hit a groove with a shortened season. Okay. I mean, with a shortened season, new manager, I think he knows that he can't get off to a slow start. He's got to hit the ground running. So I, I think he means a lot to that franchise. They have a lot of money invested in him, and I think he means the most to his team. I like Mookie Betts. I really do. But I, I think Bryce Harper takes the NL MVP. Yep. All right. So, Burrs, you're taking Ronald Acuna so we can move on. Thank um, you. <laughs> Acuna plus 600. Um, yep. I'm I'm looking at a little you know a little further down the board there. I think you know Arenado at plus two thousand. What does he want to show out? Especially you know you get an abbreviated season, and you have half of your games there up in Colorado. Can you really inflate those numbers? You inflate those numbers enough? I think that's a real nice way you know to get yourself an MVP, especially if you're looking to possibly get traded and moved, because that's you know best case scenario for both you know both parties, the team itself, and Arenado, and then maybe another name there would be Paul Goldschmidt plus three thousand. If the Cardinals want to make a big run, Goldie's the type of guy who's really going to carry him there. Obviously, you know, you have some guys around him, but Goldie's going to be the one that's going to take him to that next level. You've seen, you know, what he did with the Diamondbacks at times where he, you know, pushed towards an MVP on one of the worst, you know, teams in the league. So he's that type of player, and I think he can get it done. But now is the time that it is – it's crunch time, basically, because we got to figure out who's going to win the AL and the NL and the World Series. Let's go, cons to you first. Who's winning the NL? Who's winning the AL? Who's going to the World Series and who's winning it? So, I mean, I, I think it goes, you know, without saying, I, I, I mean, I think this is the year for the Dodgers-Yankees to finally meet in the World Series. I mean, it, I, know, I know everyone's saying it, but now would, this would be the year to do it, you know? Um, and, and, I, and I love the Yankees. I heard fan, but I got the Dodgers taking them. I do. I got the Dodgers taking them. Yep. And uh, if you're bold enough to parlay that actual World Series, it's about plus 650. Burrs, I know you want to put the Braves in there. Do you believe in them enough to get up there? How do you, well, you, how know do you see it going? Like Han said, everyone's, everyone's saying Yankees, Dodgers in the World Series. Well, guess what? Not so fast, of course. So <laughs> I am not that guy saying that. And I've been telling – I told Degenerate Al a while back. I've been saying it the whole winter. I firmly believe it will be Braves-Yankees World Series. Braves NL champs at 650 around there, seven plus 700. And Yanks at plus 175, plus 200 around there, give or take, Al, yep. or, uh, or Tebby. Yep. But um, that's my pick. And like you said, it hurts. It hurts to say it. But I think the Yanks win it in seven. It's a flashback to 1996 all over again. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it's Braves in seven. But I, I think it's Braves and Yanks in the World Series. So the Yanks take it. 
I'm with Burrs there on the NL. I already have um, a bit of an emotional investment, if you will, on the Braves winning the NL. I think they're able to get it done. I did this before, you know, you come into the short, shortened season. But with the youth they have and the veteran players they have as well, let's hope Freddie Freeman's, you know, nice and healthy, ready to play. If that's the case, I don't think, you know, they'll have too much, too many issues at least getting to the playoffs. I think Tuki Toussaint's going to take a real big step forward this year, a big power arm, one of the best sweeping sliders I've ever seen. Um, I think, you know, you know, like Max Freed and Ozzy Albies, like there's so many tools on that team to get it done with a young core and a lot of veterans mixed in. And then in the AL, I think I'm going to lean with the Twins just because of the absolute firepower they have with, with their hitting, their plus 800 to get there um, through the AL, and I got the Braves taking it. And I, I, I really, Burrs, for your sake, I hope it happens. Oh, yes. And for my wallet, I hope it does. <laughs> for my wallet, I too, just, actually. I, I just really, I really see it happening. It's, it's sort of that perfect culmination of getting all the right young players around at the right time while also supplanting and bringing in guys who are going to come in and play and play pivotal roles like um, Marcelo Zuna. Like it's and, and you know what? And I see it as Yanks twins in the ALCS, and it's going to come down to it's going to be probably game seven, and Donaldson's going to strike out <laughs> on a curveball away, and then I'm going to be just – excited because you know what he had his chance to take his team to the world series but he's gonna miss out and that's where yanks braves i hope i hope i'm wrong because you know what we got i got it at 14 to 1 at the creek with al degenerate al and um go go braves man go braves let's go <laughs> yep can't wait for baseball to be back cons any last thoughts when you're looking at any any bets before we get the season started how pumped are you man I'm 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 just excited that we get to have these conversations again. Um, you know, I, I know it's not it's not the same that you know we're we're all in different places. You know, doing this, uh, you know, video chat and and getting the audio and and, and getting it recorded. But um, you know, it's definitely um, yeah. I think like Burr said too, like the excitement of a possible Yankees Braves World Series just brings <laughs> me back to '96, like when I fell in love with the game. And I think that that's the thing about baseball that people forget. You know, they may not be the best at marketing their product, but there's they don't need there's that organic feeling of the sound of the bat, the ball hitting the rawhide, you know, you us debating and arguing over, you know, who's the best player in the MLB. Like it's back. I feel like I'm in my third grade classroom. Oh my god, you got me going. Yeah. You're getting me I'm going. Just, I'm just I'm so fired up I can run through a wall, man. It's like yeah. the Herb Brooks speech miracle. It, you know, is I'm gonna go make the, I'm gonna go downstairs make a Salem's hot dog make some popcorn yep. get a couple cracker cracker jacks <laughs> maybe yeah. have a nice flying bison to sit back and oh yeah. man it, it is the so. season right tis the yeah. season yeah like, I I think you hit the nail on the head right there I'm gonna throw in a nice fat 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 glob of sunflower seeds to get the things going get my cheek nice and raw for Thursday <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be absolutely unbelievable. Um, baseball is finally back. And as producer Burrs always says, stay happy, stay healthy, stay thirsty, stay on that chase for the free money. Good night now.